What's up, listeners of the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast? It's Max here, and I want to remind you that this is part B of episode 90. So if you have not yet listened to part A, I would do that right now, or else this conversation won't make a whole lot of sense. But other than that, sit back, relax, and enjoy part B of episode 90. To go on, let's just do kind of this comparison. I mean, you brought it up, Sanch, but um, chapter one, chapter two, it, um, I want to kind of go through our favorite um, scenes in each and, and what, like, why we liked it, um, what made us kind of, like, shiver and things. But, like, uh, I'll ask you, Sanch, like, in, in 1990, uh, that it, like, what are some of your favorite scenes in that in that movie? In the '90s, one. Yeah. Um, I guess in the '90s, my favorite scenes. I mean, a lot of them always with the kids. Yeah. Like a lot of it's like the kids, you know. Um, I love the I love the fight at the end. Um, but it's hard to really like narrow down what what would be my favorite with with the first film. It's just because like I was always a fan of seeing like the kids together. Like those were always my favorite parts right. growing up. Especially when I was a kid, like I want to see the kids parts. I don't want to see the adults, you know, I want to see the kids interacting, having fun, you know, but I guess the one that you were saying, like, you know, I don't know what word you use, but it made me kind of laugh when you said it, but I can't remember what you just shiver. said, but the thing that made me shiver, oh, I guess you said shiver, <laughs> made you shiver, I was like, shiver, what the hell, but the part that's, made always, you scared. that's always scary because it takes me back to Nightmare on Elm Street and it's the part where, where Richie crashes into you know the principal and he knocks right. down all the food so he says go down and you know get mr marsh you know marsh. oh that is so nightmare on elm street down yeah. i was so thinking the goes, same thing yeah and that just it, that's just scary and he's like hey you know i need a mop and he sees the shadow and then he sees the wolfman you know yeah and it's the it's a boiler room that has like uh pinkish reddish hues in the background i mean and that yeah. is just scary and it's I mean, just it, the silhouette coming out yeah mm-hmm. it takes me back to freaking you know the nightmare on elm street and i right. that that scared me as a kid because it's like as a kid like I'm, i could never go into the boiler room you know like like that like if it looked like that like that it's like what what did schools have boiler rooms like i don't know like <laughs> yeah, why are they so <laughs> scary are all of them like exactly. that you know it's like and, and and I know that that you know made me as Max said shiver you know um, it's a good word. So I, I I guess I would say that I'll just say that's yeah. my favorite. Then. I'll say that's my favorite scene, and it's the scene that made me you know shiver. <laughs> so what's crazy is actually in very early talks of uh, chapter one and chapter two, uh, Muschietti, who is the director, they actually were trying to get rights to have like Jason Voorhees. Uh, Freddy Krueger, oh, yeah. things like that, because they're like, you know, a werewolf or a mummy isn't very scary nowadays. Um, to contextualize it in the eighties, we're like, what was scary then? Freaking Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. So they, I think that was like in the very beginning, but they kind of dropped it. 
Um, I'm sure it was going to be too expensive, and I think it would have actually taken away from Pennywise. And I think that's that was a smart. Said, right? yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's, that's a smart what he said move. After the fact, yeah. he felt that if he did use what would be scary for the kids of that day, he felt it would take away. So I feel like they were going to do it. I think, yeah. they, I think they did end up getting the rights or whatever. Did they? they okay. Like, Let's do it. But that's what he said initially. He said, nah, I would have just, it would I think it would have taken people out of the film. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's like, like, and, and, and sometimes I feel that moments like that, it wouldn't have taken away for the film. It, it would have worked. It's like, if you would have, the, the Spider-Verse, into the Spider-Verse, Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in it. Mm. But then in the end, the directors felt, you know what, it's just going to confuse people. It's going to take them out. Yeah. But it's like dealing with multiverses. And then I think it's like, yeah, the, 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 the original film and the novel, the time frame that it takes place, yes, the scariest thing was the mummy, the wolfman. You right. know, like there's all these things where in this one, it's the 80s. What was around? All these horror films, slasher films. And I, I don't think it would have taken away, you know, but. I think I mean, as you're trying to establish a villain like Pennywise, I think people just would have been like, oh, I want to see more Freddy or I want to see more Jason. So it actually defeats yeah. the character of Pennywise. And I think having him manipulate the, the manipulate the kids with fear on his own terms rather than taking another icon. I get it. I understand. See, but that's where, that's where I feel it lacks these these new chapter ones. Because in the novel, every time Pennywise messes with someone, he turns into something. Right. A Basically, what 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 the child fears. Yeah. You know. And there's there's a lot of moments where where things like like, like that. Like they didn't do it in this book, but Mikey had a bigger bigger flashback story with like a giant bird almost like Rodan. down. Yeah. Hunt down, you know, and stuff like that. Like a bird hunts him, you know, and. Pennywise always turned into something where in in the 80s, I mean 80s 90 version, um, Pennywise when he comes out he does things he 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 messes with the kids he did turn into a wolfman you know at one point he's uh he's standing out in the water he turns into a skeleton when he's older he comes out from the ground like all these things were in the the other one they they didn't do anything like right. that it was always I just, um. I you did know, like in the '90s one that when he would turn into things, it would be like, "Oh, it's really him!" Like it would, the dad is standing, you know, the one guy's dad is standing there, and then he looks back, and it's him as a clown and stuff. Exactly. I feel like in this one, in the in the newer ones, the remakes, I guess you could say, um, you like the leper or like the woman in the painting. You're like, is that Pennywise or is Pennywise controlling that to, right. you know what I mean I, I never really thought like oh the leper is Pennywise like I wasn't I'm not correlating that to think that really in my head you know yeah. because and like in the 90s one he, it's like all of a sudden he pops out and it's and it's Pennywise I liked seeing Pennywise more often too just like in the 90s one you'd see him more yeah um so and I think actually and I saw chapter two with with sanch uh, a couple weeks ago and something i mentioned right after the movie was i actually liked the first chapter one better than the second one because i thought the performance of bill scarzard was more emphasized and i actually liked yeah. the idea and i get it like in the book he did different um you know characters and 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 pennywise used different um things to scare the kids based off of their fear but i actually liked like that one scene at Nebel Street with all the cl uh, all the balloons, 
and like he's behind it like that's creepy you know yeah and and i felt like the second one didn't mirror the first one and it was like mostly all just um pennywise turning into different characters like the last the last scene I just I don't really like. I thought it the, just like the ending battle. Yeah, when he turns into yeah, like I that. I didn't care for that either. It's just, and like how he dies, or he yeah, just turns it's into, like, really anticlimactic for me. It just that it didn't. Really weird, there wasn't yeah. a buildup, so um, yeah, I actually I think Bill Skarsgård just knocks it out of the park, and I think it's like it rivals Tim Curry. That might be blasphemous, but I think it's like you could take your own pick. So yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought the ending of the of the new movie was not not very good for yeah. me. I didn't like it. Um, it's too hard. It's too hard to pull off that ending. Yeah, I, yeah, novel. it is too hard. Definitely. The novel did something that it's just it's gonna be impossible to capture on film. And it's weird. Um, it's weird even in the novel. Well, <laughs> yeah, it is. I was watching the original uh, '90s one when they take the one boy. And it's with the light, and then they take him into like the sewer right. tube thing. Like he's like folded in half, which is really honestly very creepy. Like where he just yeah. like comes in like that. <laughs> that I thought was sort of something like that is hard to like the concept is hard to kind of get around. Like the the light, the dead light thing, which I think is creepy and cool, but it is sort of hard to kind of like understand. Also in the new in the new one, the chapter two, the whole thing of them with the box and the native american stuff like that did not work for me at all that was just i I didn't care for any of that yeah that was stupid because it's like instead of because it's like they 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 cop out like they they honestly think the audience is is either gonna be like they gave it too much explanation they gave it it needed to be less definitely but it's like Hollywood treats us as as, as stupid at times. Like these, <laughs> these guys, where they assume, like we're not gonna either understand right. it or maybe find it too outlandish. So instead, it's like, well, you know what? Let's give them a reason. It's like instead of just pointing out that, look, it's it's supernatural. So what's so far fetched to say it came from space already? No, right. you know, like let's, let's keep it with Native Americans and let's keep it where they tried to. It's like, you don't need that. It's also, like, what I found kind of confusing was, like, when in Chapter 2, when Pennywise kind of becomes, um, uh, you see, like, an old picture, and it's, like, him in the 30s. I was confused, like, was that, like, a picture of him back then? And oh, the, like, you know what they I'm were saying? trying like, to give a backstory? Like maybe decided to start being a clown. I'm, I got really confused oh, on that. And then so, they so would, show that, they would yeah. show that image, but they would show that image a lot, like, on the internet and stuff. Yeah, or, or he looks like Dwight Schrute. He, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and it was, like, kind of saying, like, oh, that's that's how he started. Right. It was then. I agree with you, because that can be confusing to people, because <laughs> I know the novel. So imagine someone who doesn't know the novel. Right. They're going to be like, wait, so did Pennywise, was he a real person? And then he turned into this. Right. That's what it and, makes it almost look like a little bit. Yeah. And it's just like that, that again was confusing. Like, why did they go down that road? Like, you know, it's like, I know what the ending, I love the ending until the way they killed him. But again, the way they would do the actual ritual of Chud would have been weird to pull off. They do like riddles, riddles and chants and stuff. Pulling the tongue and all. Yeah. yeah it yeah. would have been weird. So 
it's like but still like they should have just had something a, a bigger battle where they they stabbed his heart like why do they have to do the like well you're small you're yeah you're, that was that, that was that sort was, of silly again it was another yeah. cop out like and now he turns into a little thing and it becomes almost funny the the move chapter this is mostly gonna be me talking about chapter two but it like it did uh, first of all like you said max it didn't mirror the first one very well mm. in my opinion what did help it was when they would like inner put like they'd splice in scenes of them being young and i was like okay right. good because like that that helped it definitely and then but i thought the tones were all over the place yeah it's funny now it's kind of scary now it totally doesn't mirror the first like it, it, it was sort of totally all over the place there's there's one like, scene in particular that totally sanch tell us about it because you oh, like yeah. squirmed oh, I, I, thought, I you, was just no, pointing because i thought you were gonna go for no, it but. You're, you're, well you had the harder reaction than i did i mean you were like moving around in your chair you were so uncomfortable <laughs> Well, well, I, not I mean, because no, you were scared, I, because you were like, "What the?" You were like, "What the hell are they doing? Like, this is dumb." Okay, I hope we're talking about the same scene because with, I with want Eddie, to get with, Chelsea's reaction to this with Eddie, because I know, I know Max is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hope if I'm, if I'm wrong, Max, then bring it up. Okay, for sure. But there's a scene where, where, where Eddie is downstairs. Yeah, this the is leper it. Comes out. The leper comes out. Okay. Is chasing him, whatever, and then he's fighting, and at one point, the leper. <laughs> throws up on him the yeah. black goo totally yeah. changes the tone of the film because it starts playing that song the it's some i don't know how the song goes right now but it like that it's just like and then it stops and then it goes right back to the movie like yeah. what the hell was that like yeah. how did you feel seeing that scene? you definitely odd it was weird it like because it didn't seem scary it's a lot of things just seemed funny or weird to me like um also Eddie's whole character was like like a cartoon version of him like the yeah. whole time like first that guy that actor has like intense eyebrows first of all so I'm like yeah. I'm just looking at the eyebrows the whole time and but he just like it it was like if if Richie isn't being funny they'd like throw it to Eddie right. he's being weird right. and like over the top for for his character but you know definitely that throw-up scene was like weird but that wasn't the part where i thought was weird it was like all this like the part where he's in the bathroom and he gets stabbed and he comes out of the bathroom like uh henry's in the bathroom like no big deal like it was it was yeah also the whole stabbing part was like funny to me like because the guy was so weird like i don't know it just had weird stabs him in the cheek and he's just like <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like it's, it, it wasn't was. like horrifying. It was just like weird and fu- a lot of stuff was. I laughed more in that movie than I was scared. Now I Definitely. didn't mind the comedy, but in that moment, funny. that scene did play for laughs, and that's where I was like, this should not have been funny. This no. was like Ghostbusters funny. or something, like, like yeah. getting slimed or something. And yeah. actually, that's like there's certain instances where the 1990s. Um, it um, is more. Um, Sometimes you it's need closer to the book than, to than chapter subtle. one. Because and that yeah. movie is not <laughs> subtle. So like chapter two, they don't even have Mike getting stabbed, but no. the nineteen ninety one does, and that's more uh, faithful yeah. to the book because Mike's not even there in the final battle. He's recovering from his wounds. And, and I thought they were gonna do the novel because he gets stabbed in the library. Yeah, and I thought that's oh, where they right. were going, yeah. and he doesn't. I thought uh, that um, 
and I'm I'm not against it, obviously, but I thought that Richie being gay was sort of tacked on at last minute. Definitely, it's, like yeah, okay, we're gonna we're gonna it. do that. I'm again not against it or, or or anything, but I thought it was sort of slapped on, very was, last minute. As they say, it was very much forced. Very forced. Yeah, like definitely. It, 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 didn't, it didn't need it. It didn't add to it. So and it's not like it's like oh, what's wrong with having a gay character? It's it's more that it just felt like they were forcing it. You know, right. when the character is is gay in a movie, and it's 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 like okay, that plays even... well. But here, it just felt like. Uh, we got to add the diversity or something. Yeah, like, make yeah it was like an add-on. Like, yeah, why? definitely. Yeah, and why? I guess that all that all came from, um, I forget her name, but it's uh, Andy Muschietti's, uh sister who was like a producer and she kind of wrote some of it. So that was her adaptation from uh, the one when she read the book because in the book when Richie, or I'm sorry, Eddie dies, Richie kisses him on the cheek and is like devastated. So I guess that, left it open for interpretation and then i guess the way that she's she said is like you know that the way that richie felt for when eddie died um you could tell he really loved them so they kind of went with that you know and 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 they i don't think it was trying to be an adaptation of the book but i think that sure. scene in the book inspired their okay. creative um direction so that, for that so, so then this wasn't trying to force diversity and just to be like oh let's just no what they were doing in this you're saying is that she just like oh i think he's gay so because of that moment let's make him gay i think more than just gay that he had feelings for eddie i think it was more it, it, but they did make him gay though because you found out the thing that he was carving right was i mean yeah he's gay him. but i think the, the point is he had he loved eddie who just happened to be a guy but like you didn't really there was none of that really in the first movie though like, yeah, they didn't no. even have any of that. Are you talking chapter one? Movie. Yeah, chapter yeah, one, sorry. Yeah. And then it just pops out because there's that scene when he's at the arcade right. during the summer. See, the, yeah, if they had had a scene like at the arcade in the first movie, right. okay, okay, sure, right. now I get where you're going. But it that it totally doesn't feel like it felt added on, definitely. Right. And yeah. in the first movie, the chapter one doesn't really show anything like that. And I laughed out loud even more now in uh, the 1991 where they're in the cave and then Eddie's like, you know, um, I've never oh. been with anybody. I'm a virgin. And then Richie's like, well, I can't help you there. Like, it just made yeah. me laugh even more because it's like, well, you know, in chapter yeah. two, he has these, you know. Like, this love sure. for him, and it was funny. I just laughed more, <laughs> like, what I watched. I was like, that's ironic. Yeah, see, that bothered me that they made him, like, a, a basically a, a, what, 40-year-old virgin. Right. In the original, in the 90s, you know, where he's, he is married. He basically married his mother. Right. That's yeah. that's what happens. Where in here, they made him, in, in the 90s, they made him, like, like he has to be, like, why? Like, what does that add to it again? Like, why, why not just make him? Like, it makes sense when you're playing his overprotective mother, why not just continue that? But I mean, maybe they just needed to remove certain things and, and not do that, you know? And then we're in this yeah. film. It shows he is married. Well, well, he, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh I was just going to say in this film, you know, he, he, you see him driving, I guess, a limo or whatever, or some other car, but he owns like a limo company with his wife that where right. they drive around celebrities and whatnot. And then he takes off. But here it's like, you know, you do get reference of his wife. Right. That's it. Mm -hmm. Who's she the same actress with. that plays his mom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. So it's like they all of them played the same. I like that with all the, with both movies. They I like the kids in the in chapter one a lot. Yeah, they're phenomenal. 
And I think with because of Stranger Things being so popular and like the whole 80s thing being popular again, I really think that's why Chapter One did so well. Because people are going for that right now. For sure. And I thought it was funny in the 1991, like, there's just these weird interactions with Beverly that all the guys have. Like, and it's not just Ben or it's not just Bill. Like, all of them are, like, really touchy with her. And it's, like, almost <laughs> implied with that scene that we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. You know, uh, when they come to adulthood. But, like, the one scene that I'm like, oh, like, this is weird is like when she first comes in and she just lays one on bill and they're like yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah. I'm like, it's just weird. Like that's not in the book. <laughs> like, you know, they do, th- they do things behind closed doors, you know, and they're not all like up front with it. And she just lays one on, on bill and bills. And it's like a little too long. And I'm like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> like they're both married still. And yeah, you know, but it, it's, it's weird. There's this, like once you watch the the book, watch the book. Once you read the book or listen to the audio, it's you're able to make certain connections with these movies. Um, but like without it, it just there's there's things you're just asking yourself why or that's weird or where where are they going with that? So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's choice. why sometimes I feel like, for instance, when I you know I've seen other Stephen King movies and I've never read the novels. Like for instance, I I read. Sh- I actually read Shawshank after the fact. Then I listened to it too. Right. After, you know, before, you know, after the fact, I watched the film. So when I, when I started to compare the movie after the fact, but the movie didn't, it didn't affect the movie whatsoever because the movie was already existed in my mind, you know, and and where here, um, obviously I, I, I heard the book first before I saw these chapters. So then that's where I was able to compare like, all right, now I'm, it's like the same way I mentioned Ready Player One. Right. Like I, I, I listened to the novel yep. first and then I saw the movie. Yeah. So yeah. it makes me wonder like how would I have felt if I never listened right. or, you know, at all. And then going in, like if I would have seen chapter two, I would have obviously compared it to the first film. Right. You know, but I would have just I like, how would I feel? Would I have watched it and been like, you know, everything that I brought up, like they didn't do this, they didn't do that, like yeah. so on and so forth or or, or whatnot, you know, like, how would I have felt differently, you know, where it's like, Chelsea, you said you never read the book, but you have a certain feeling for it, you know, but you could, you still point out things like, I don't know why they did this, and I don't know mm-hmm. why they did that, but it just makes me wonder how I would feel about the movies if I never listened to the book. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't believe we've gone this long and not mentioned that Seth Green is in this movie. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and what's funny is he looks so much older than all the rest of the kids. Like, he's got acne and, like, you know, yeah. his voice is, like, way deeper than everybody. And then he looks weird. He doesn't look like Seth Green, like, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like there's something, like, it just, kid. he looks weird. What? He was a kid. I what know, but like, you know, he was a kid. He looked weird, <laughs> but like, but even I, like a couple of years later than that, he like, I guess that was ten years later. I, but like, to be honest, know. the adult, like all the uh, in the '90s one, all the adult actors like kind of take me out of it because I'm like, whoa, Harry Anderson, oh, John Ritter, oh, like, right. I'm like this is like. B- Buying John Ritter in this movie is kind of hard because I just think Three's Company and right. like everything else. Like it's weird that John Ritter is sort of in a horror movie. Like that's weird to me. And Harry Anderson, like 
I, it does take me out of it a little tiny bit. And, and um, anytime sure. Mike's on, I'm like, oh, it's the dad from Sister Sister. And oh, and yeah, of course, same thing. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the dad from Sister Sister. Yeah, it's funny, um, but I I think we're all in agreement, or maybe not. I know that me and Chelsea, but you didn't really mention it. Sanch is um, like the the first part. I think is superior to the second part in both the 1990 and chapter one and chapter two because of the kids. Do you, but you said you like chapter two when we did the this or that earlier. You said you like chapter two more than one. You wanna well, you wanna explain it? The reason why if we're if we're basing it off of horror, okay, you know if we're, if we're doing it off of horror, you know, um, I I the reason why the second film is I feel is better is because watching that film it just felt disturbing like i i felt unease and, mm. and, and you know like like especially like the way things were killed when he killed that little girl like just just watching it like like yeah it had its funny moments and stuff because of you know richie but i felt it was much more darker in tone whereas to the first film it felt a bit lighter with the kids more right. fun enjoyable because it was all about the kids and yeah, they had their dark moments, but were, there were still light moments. Whereas this film, like horror-wise, it's just it, they're just like they're just pulling the curtain and be like, all right. We're I gonna- uh, I disagree because I think the first one is more scary. I think that Pennywise is more subtle. Like he's not out in the open as much. So I think when you don't see things as much, it kind of gives you more of a fear because you're thinking about what it could be. I think that the clown terrorizing the children is more scary because. The chill. What can the children do? They're they're kids. They can't defend themselves. As a in the second one, they're adults. So I'm like they're exactly, a little bit yeah. like smarter. They're a little stronger. I'm not as worried for them. Like they can, they can get out of it. Like for example, like when he's in the which I thought this was actually a pretty cool scene a little bit. But when he was in the um like hall of mirrors or the maze thing, like the kids in there, he's in there. Who's gonna make it? He's gonna make it. Not the kid. The kid's not gonna make it. Um. But I and I just thought that it was a lot more. I thought the tone was less dark. I thought it was more. It was light. It was way funnier. I thought the first one had like was more dark because it was more children, like the missing posters. Yeah. I don't know. I that's what I just feel like. Yeah. I guess it's just because opinion. I'm relating it and not relating it. I guess I'm connecting it to the deaths, mm. where like we saw two kids die. Right. Like, like the girl, like right away, gets bit in the face. Like that was like effed up. Like yeah. right <laughs> but under the first the one. You're like, whoa! The, the kid's arm gets ripped off. Yeah, but that's it. And then you get the other kid who's in the hall of mirrors, and then the blood just splatters. Like we're like, whoa! Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So I guess it's just because of those moments where you're like, dude, like this is freaking dark. I don't know, yeah. But when um, Pennywise has his tongue like on the glass, nah, well, you hear it because there's yeah. this um, like YouTube video of a, of like a fox. <laughs> Who's keeps what do, licking a window? Is it what does the fox say? Oh, I'm just kidding. So, oh. <laughs> um, it just looks funny to me. But you should watch that video with the fox. And the, at the beginning of the movie, when he gets that guy, in which they did right. that in in the, the book. I yeah, like that that's how the that's how the book starts. Yeah. See, which that, wait, which one? The the in in chapter two when you know the couple, the gay couple who was yeah. basically brutalized and murdered, uh-huh. uh, one guy. They do that in the novel. You know, okay. the only difference here, though, in the novel, the guys who also at, who attacked um, saw Pennywise. Yeah. Also. Oh, okay. Saw Pennywise. So 
the the boyfriend and and two of the guys who were the attackers saw Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Or in the in the movie chapter two, only the boyfriend sees Pennywise. Yeah, uh-huh. he's like, oh, you know, and then that's why like the he the that's where Mike hears the report and all this and that yeah. about clown and so on and so forth. And that's kind of what starts it where, you know, and it's always related to something major happens and that's what's the return uh, and, and, and Pennywise leaving. Every time he leaves and comes back, there's always something big. Like I a, thought that the Henry Bowers in the second one was completely goofy as hell. Like, yeah. I just was it, like, it didn't work. Goofy as hell. This is Did not- you guys ever watch King of the Hill? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. You know how there's this one guy who's like very, like, He's like, hey, God, you know, he's like, that's what he looked like. Like, him. If I could find a picture, I'll send it to you guys. But it's this guy who has like a, like, he, he, it, when Bobby works at the drag. Oh, right. His boss, he's like, hey, Bobby. I forget his name, yeah. Like, he looks just like him. Like, I was like, dude, this is a terrible like a well, yeah, I, don't I thought understand. he was like goofy as hell. I was like, Your they need to cut, cut this. I don't yeah. understand why it was in there. It better. Oh, definitely with that, yeah. And I don't understand because they cut out um bev's husband who tries to chase her that's in the book also uh bill's wife she comes back to Derry to save him they took that out of the book and then you didn't need henry bowers because he was only in it for like a scene or two and it was like you mentioned earlier chelsea it was comedic and it was just like totally i think it was just for that mullet joke honestly yeah, it was. It, 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 again, it was like it, it felt like they should have just done without it. Like I don't think it would have, it would have affected the film if they removed them. It's just like yeah. I felt like they were like we gotta add him. So right. he, he was forced in there. They wrote him in, and then they just got rid of him. And it just it didn't affect the story plot wise in any way. Like yeah. you know, whereas in the '90s version, it did. It it, it it put a damper on the kids. I mean, the kids, the adults, because then it's like, oh crap, Mike is in the hospital. Right. Exactly. You know, it's like now we're not complete. But then when they have the little rocks or whatever, you know, the earrings or something, he's like, here, this one's for Stan and this is for Mike. Where like that's why I say the original Henry Bowers makes sense. Chapter two, again, in chapter one, Henry Bowers gets hit and falls down a well. Looks like he dies. No explanation. He just comes out of the, the well alive with the I do really like the house though. The Neil the Neil Bolt house. Mm. The Neil Bolt house. Do you like that? Yeah, because they didn't do that in the nineties. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. I like that they added the house, you know, and, and the clubhouse. Exactly. So, oh, and they did do the underground clubhouse. Yeah, that exists in also the the book. Right, so but they didn't do the dam. That's a big one. They didn't do the dam. Yeah, the, they didn't do the smoke hole properly because the smoke hole is all of them trying to get the vision, and they can't hack it. So individually, one gets out until it's Mike and Richie are the only ones that stay in there. And they right. have the vision of prehistoric times and it coming down so you know and that's when they're kids huh yeah they were kids they were kids at that point yeah mike has it as an adult like right here like that's why the whole native american aspect of it right yeah like you said the native americans they that they should not should have cut that yeah um uh they should have got rid of henry bowers because it it just it, it did nothing to the plot and then forcing richie to be gay like that those three things i felt could have been removed from the yeah film. totally you know, there, there is no need for it like i thought those things are just like we gotta add something let's do it yeah and it's like no well, and it was really <laughs> long it didn't need to be almost three hours no. long like it think about it it's almost as long as the original miniseries it's true yeah. that's so, true yeah. 
Imagine um, when you combine both films. Well, Mischetti says yeah. he has an extended version of Chapter 1. He has an extended version of Chapter 2. And he wants to record uh, or film more things and make it like a six or seven hour like I would watch cut. more of it. I mean... I'm not gonna. I like I like the it stuff. I'd watch the extended stuff, so I'd have more stuff to complain about. Yeah. Look, if, <laughs> if they if Lord of the Rings has a massive extended cuts on all three of their films, I own all of those. You yes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> so you, Who does you it? You know they're gonna do this. You yeah. know it's, it made money, so the studio is gonna be like, how else can we make more money? Right. Do it. You know so. Yeah. And I was gonna ask you, do you think that this is the end of, of it? Is this is this done because if we look at it it is a huge pop oh, culture phenomenon first one. and the first and, one killed the records so like even i'm sitting before a movie in amc and you have you know like the what is it like the previews and you have like they're talking about like oh play this video game or whatever but it's the cast of it and i'm like huh like this is a rated r very gory like scary movie, a horror movie, a hard R movie that they're presenting with families and whoever. Mm-hmm. It, it was almost like you know, it was kind of like in the back in the day in the eighties when there was video games of like Rambo and RoboCop and like toys kids, for kids and kids, stuff. Like kids uh, love this stuff. Kids saw Chapter One. Yeah, like, the, that the the age of the kids in the movie are who I think definitely saw Chapter One. And then and the same thing with Stranger Things is. That's not really for kids either. No, not at all. But it's very popular with that. Yes. The same age bracket, and you've got the same kid that's in both of them. So you've kind of got that going on. And um, in 2017, that first movie came out, and that was the second season of Stranger Things. It was hot. That whole thing was so hot that year. Yeah. Well, put it this way. The best way I could I could try to compare it to is 1990, it wasn't for me, but kids my age and all loved right. that movie. Yeah. Like loved that 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 movie. Kids like being scared. And that and that and that's why it's like it was not for kids. It was a rated R movie, but because kids were in it, they can relate to the kids. Right. And and they fell in love with it. I right. mean look at how like all these girls, these teen girls fell in love with the that Finn Wolfhard kid. Mm-hmm. You know like yep. you know it's just like all it, it, it it's like it's just a, a, an audience that they just could relate to as kids, you know and and I guarantee you, in in like ten years, we're gonna get something again massive that relates to like kids where they're gonna love it. Where like the kids of today, their kids are gonna, you know, and it's always gonna be like that. There's always gonna be something that connects. So you know, I uh, I like that I like that this got popular because again, I think that age group needs to be scared. They need scary things like that um, mm-hmm. because growing up, growing up. I mean, this is so, totally off topic, but like uh, Dark Crystal Labyrinth, that stuff like that, you know, it didn't mean to be scary, but it, it is scary. And it it uh, it did scare children. And like if you ask people then, like, what did you think of it as a kid? They're like, oh, yeah, it was totally freaky. Kids need scary movies, just like um, what was that new one that came? I didn't see it. It was um, uh, based on the book. Um, scary Stories Still in the Dark. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't see it, but I wanted to. There to be more things like that for that age group um to to be scary and um but i also like too that it really made horror popular again people don't really like respect horror i feel like that much at times and there isn't a lot i mean you dig around you don't find a lot of good horror movies coming out these days anymore 
And so when that like blew up, like I thought that was just really cool because it kind of puts it like on the map again, really. It, it's just it's I feel like it's really hard to do horror nowadays, but like, yeah, because they rely too now. much on CG. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. CG, when they rely on CG, it you know, it's a computer where our horror growing up, it's like they made it almost real because they would yeah, use yeah. the prosthetics and stuff like that. So when you get something good, that's horror it connects with the audience and they're like holy crap and that's what happened with the first it chapter yeah. two it connected with people like kids yeah. adults you know like because it was it was huge it was you pop know? culture like, so that's what happens with horror when something hits it's massive and when horror is horror, bad yeah it's like the child's play right we make people just ignore it and they yeah play. well they make so many i mean they make a lot of horror movies every year and they're just so like swept like it's just it, they're B-movies, popcorn movie, yeah. basically. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but Bloom Bloomhouse, you know, they make a, they are kind of a top player of what's making a lot of these horror movies now. They suck. Truth and Dare, Unfriended. All, it's not good at all. I remember, Last year I went to um, uh, Universal Horror Nights, and they had a maze based on that kind of stuff. It was like the horrors of Bloomhouse. Right. I skipped that. I don't care about any of that <laughs> at all. I want to go in the poltergeist house, okay? I don't want to go in <laughs> unfriended. and Right. What was one of them, I think? Uh, uh, Happy Death Day. Happy, that movie yeah, was trash. Everyone liked that movie. That movie was trash. Those are the, 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 the low tier yeah. of the Bloomhouse. But, they but have that some is, good Bloomhouse. That's true. Like Bloomhouse is, isn't Bloomhouse also uh, the, the Jordan Peele? films right well i think he i don't know if he's part of that or not i mean you mean like get out and us and things yeah like they definitely get produced that big yeah deal, definitely yeah get out but, that's what i'm saying they have different levels of like their sure. horror but the they're conjuring, putting their hands on everything i don't know which one Blue. i the conjuring is a good well the first one that's a good series and then Maybe. i honestly like the insidious series but i feel like that's starting to kind of they need to stop slow down yeah, on that blumhouse why we're saying bloom blumhouse um I what really reminds me of the pop culture phenomenon, what it is specifically Pennywise, is reminds me a lot of like Freddy Krueger, where Freddy was in everything. He was like, I mean, like Freddy's even in uh, Rick and, and Morty, you know. Um, but oh, I think yeah. like you know, I just remember being a, a kid and um, people just had everything of like Freddy Krueger, like like costumes. My cousin had a, a costume a kid, and scared me, the, the hell like out of me. Ghostface. Okay. Like scream. scream. Yeah, scream. That was all yeah. over the place. So like, like that freaking ghost face, like in scary movie and everything too. So I, I think it's gonna because of how successful this movie did, it's gonna be tough and I don't think it's it might be a, a while for it to have a remake. But I think the best way that you can do it is give it like a true mini series. Like give it eight, nine episode, one season, you know. Get give it the full well, everything here's something here's yeah. something so uh, i think this month and i'll probably go see it they're doing they're gonna they have dr sleep which is a sequel to the shining right right what I, what I think could maybe happen i don't know because of this new popularity of it stephen king could maybe go back and write like a prequel to all of it maybe do we want that do, but do we want it? Because remember, when they were doing all that Native American stuff with the box. Right, but that has like, nothing story. to do with the book. Hold on. Hold on. Chelsea has a thing here because they are doing the stand for CBS uh, All Access. Yes. Right. Uh -huh. 
they did the stand years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a mini series, and it was like long. It was like I think five days or something like that, four days. I don't know how long it was, but they had a different, you know, um, or maybe it was two. Anyways, the point is, they did the stand originally on TV. Now, they've been trying to make a film for the longest time. Ben Affleck was even attached at one point, I remember. And now they're making it for CBS All Access, so they don't have to hold back. They get cursed and whatever, so on and so forth, because it's paid membership. They yeah, but CBS is still a network, so I don't. No, no, no! But it's all access. This is this is their streaming. This, this is their streaming service where yeah. like the Twilight Zone and I haven't Star seen Trek. any of that. I don't have that. I so is I it... haven't either, but I know it's Twilight all... Zones are amazing. Do Trust they me. do they still they they curse and stuff? So it's like too yeah. much to show on Channel Two, but then they'll yeah okay. Yeah, but you gotta pay. They yeah. never air these right ep- yeah. on it's, okay on Channel Two. So all right. That's why this is. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is that. They're doing the stand, and they're going to do it a miniseries on there. So they're going to be able to fully do the book. They brought on Stephen King because he wasn't happy with the ending. So he wrote a whole new ending mm. like uh, to, to add to a continuation, basically. So what Chelsea was saying, it's like that's a possibility because he's already doing that. They brought on Stephen King, and he just created something because he said, he's like, I was never happy with... A certain, I mean, I, I can spoil it for you, but, you know, the fans, maybe they want to want to hear it. But there were certain things that he just wasn't happy how he ended certain characters' lives and so on and so forth. So he went in and added an extended ending to fully finish it. And that's cool. So Yeah, I, I can definitely see this happening because <clears throat> the, with the popularity, it and Stephen King's been, even with what Santos is saying, uh, there's a lot of Stephen King um, content on streaming services yep. and things like that. You got Castle Rock. You've got uh, the stand thing coming up now. Um, even right now, uh, Creep they had Show. Duck Towers. Yeah, it, which that I'm That's watching. True. I think they're tomorrow. Oh, is that good? It's fun. I like it. Yeah. The the next. I think the third episode is coming out tomorrow. They they release it every week. They don't like. It's not like a binge thing, but like he's been. I think part of that. You know, g- taking little stories from him for Creep Show. And I could definitely see him going in and doing some kind of prequel or, I mean, he, he's so connected with like TV and the, the fact that that's so popular that, that I could, I could see something well, like a continua- continuation. Netflix Netflix has done like already like a few short of some of his stories. Like that's short true. Ones, like the, yeah. Uh, they, they did 19, something. I think 1928, 24, something like that in the tall grass. And then the- Gerald's game, right? Is yeah. that his? And then also he another. There's another one. I don't. I forget Wait, what. Hold on. You're raising on, your. I was like, I was gonna say something. Oh, I want Mercedes. I want a 2019 Cujo movie. It would be awesome. Everybody wants to love their freaking dogs. Put like, you know, put costumes on them. They take them to like hotels and all this stuff. Like, let's have a dog that just freaking just goes nuts and kills, Pita tries to kill a little kid. Exactly. That. Let's uh, do it. Let's do that. And let's do a maximum overdrive movie. I'm I down. Was <laughs> absolutely terrified of dogs as a kid. There's no way I would have watched Google. I was terrified of dogs as a child. Well, my my sister in law the other day posted. That they found bats in, I think, either Irwin or Baldwin Park with rabies. Yeah. And I was like local. And all oh, I did was frick. comment a clip of Cujo. Because that's how it starts, man. That's how it starts. Oh, no. Wait, in Baldwin Park? But I hope they, if they, if, they, if they do a 2019 Cujo, the kid needs to die. Yes. Because that happens in the novel. 
the boy does not survive. He dies at the end. You I'm know? down. And I'm in the so movie, down. they don't. The, the kid lives. The, the girl, the wife, and the kid lives. But um, yeah. So, Do you think uh, he names their dog Cujo anymore? I don't know. You guys ever <laughs> see Man's Best Friend? Did oh, that's got see? that's Lance Henriksen. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I know he's in it. Yeah, I, it's like a dog that it's a, it's a, such a cheese like it's not cheesy, but it's a fun '90s movie. I love know? Turner and Hooch. That's my movie. Turner and Hooch. That's '80s though. I, I, I love it. Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Jack, you you come off more like a like Chelsea comes off more like a Turner and Hooch fan. You're more like a canine. Oh, get out of here, Belushi. Yeah, dude, like, I get like, that all I the time. I get. I get John Belushi a lot. No, it's Jim. No, but I'm saying I get John Belushi. Like, oh, you remind me of John Belushi. Uh, that and Jack no, Black. Look like him. You're okay. like, I yeah. didn't do any drugs today. <laughs> <laughs> no, Canine's hilarious. That's a good one, too. It, it, it's a total copy of Turner Hooch. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I know we've talked a lot about it and Stephen King and horror movies all all in general, but I think the last thing that we should talk about is just comparing, and we, we briefly talked about it, but like the performances of Pennywise by Bill Skarsgård and, and Tim Curry. We, we kind of danced around it, but like, um, I'll start with you, Sanchez. You said you prefer the Tim Curry version over Bill Skarsgård. So look, let's talk about it. Best, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. Look right now, we got Joaquin Phoenix, right? Joaquin Phoenix did the Joker. Right. And people are, like, just amazed by that performance. Losing their minds. I haven't seen the film, but I've seen a lot of clips. And I'm just amazed of how well he plays a psychopath, like, uh, as the Joker. Like, this is something I can see come out of the comics, you know? Especially right. the killing joke, you know? And it's just like, I love it. And then there's Heath Ledger. And you got that Joker version, you know, of what he did in The Dark Knight. And that was also amazing. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't I'm not like, oh, he's better. No. What I see is like, I see two amazing performances. When I For see sure. Jack Nicholson, I can say, yeah, you know, Heath or, or Joaquin did it better than Jack because Jack played it more John Nicholson. Comical, <laughs> very much like the Cesar Romero version. Yeah. You know, Romero was amazing too. So, so when I see Skarsgård and Curry, the way I see it is like, I see one being Heath, the other one being Joaquin, where they're both amazing performances. Yes, I'm going to prefer one to the other, but it doesn't mean that the other one sucks. Right, totally. Because Skarsgård, like I said, have you have you seen him do the smile without the makeup? It's like, almost he identical, does that yeah. Legit. Like that's like a, a Yeah, weird... he does like a Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, I can't do it. And and then the eye thing, the eye thing, that that's his own thing, like where his eye just like lazy eye goes off. They like, like melt. <laughs> that that's in the performance, you know, and it's like like at first, like I had issues with the voice at first because when the moment I heard the pop pop, I'm like, I'm out. But yeah, I did not like that part. Yeah. But then afterwards, I liked it because the way he talks, his little woo, you know, laugh. I'm like, okay, I, I Pennywise is played differently. And I'm like, okay, but Tim Curry, I liked it because Curry never did the, 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 the again the pop popper like you know all that like sad, you know do the stupid little dance right. or whatever that like Curry. I do like when uh in the new one when he takes the arm and he like waves that at him. I love that. Yeah. I love the Forrest Gump. <laughs> Have you seen that clip? Fine with that. Yeah. That, that you know. But we're like Curry when when Richie Tozier's in the library and then he's like he's like he's like he's like up on the on the banister and yeah. he's. Like, uh-huh. 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 
Uh huh. You have a King Albert in the can, or right. you do. You but that's the in the book. Can. You know that is yeah. fun. That's like he plays with them. He right. he mocks them almost. You know, and I that, like I like Kurt, and then the voice that he does because he, he's like, you know, he doesn't really change his voice too much, but the laugh is great. Like the the way he gets all dark and he's like, you want a balloon? You know, and then he, but he he's like, I don't know. I I just I I, I to this day I still think uh, Curry's yeah. uh, Tim Curry's voice is like just. I mean the, the the portrayal of it Pennywise was was the best so far mm. from the two. Yeah, Chelsea, what do you like? Well, I, I I think I you're mean, right. Yeah, I agree definitely with yeah. what he's saying. Um, they're completely different performances. So I was thinking about it. Tim Curry is definitely more uh, like a humanized version of it. Like that's you're like that's just like him being a scary clown. And of course you you can't. Nothing can beat Tim Curry's voice, his laugh. I mean, that's yeah. that's iconic to Tim Curry. Um, I mean, he does a great job with uh, what's his name, Skarsgård. Yeah. Um, he, um, you can tell with his performance, he's playing it as a creature trying to come off as human. Right. And you can you can kind of see that, which I do like. So with like the mannerisms of like the eyes and and things like that, you can tell that it's like it's something otherworldly trying to mimic its way as a human, which I definitely can see and I enjoy that part. And um, which and, and so I can't there's no way I can say one is better than the other. Just like you were saying, they're totally different performances. Um, you know, I'm partial Tim Curry, of course, but I think that Skarsgård did uh, a great, a uh, fantastic job, a mm-hmm. really good job. And you know, it was weird. I was looking into it. Um, they were going to have that other guy be, uh, I remember for like a long time when they were talking about the remake, they had that other actor was going to play him. The guy who kind of looks like Sid, if Sid was a real person from toy story, you know what I mean? That one, yeah. He was, uh, he was gonna be him for a really long time. That like that was for sure. There was there's even a quote by Tim Curry saying like I hope he does well in the role. Which yeah. guys? Yeah, I can't remember what his name is. He was in um. Did you see the Netflix uh, movie ba- Bandersnatch? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. right. Or, that guy. Right. Were the mailers? Were the mailers? Yeah. He was, he was also in also Narnia. Narnia. Or the Narnia. Useless. The, I think the fourth Narnia. Useless. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah he's he's useless. done a lot of stuff, but he yeah. was. I mean, he was attached to that for a really long time, and, and then uh, I don't remember. What, I think there you could find out what happened, but um, but anyway, but Stellan, yeah, I, or I think it was the same. Skarsgård did a great job yeah. for sure. When the first film was coming out, I kept getting a bunch of notifications from like people being all mad, saying I'm an idiot because on Brothers Bear when they first announced it, I posted that he's gonna play Pennywise. That actor. People were like, "It's not him. It's Skarsgård. That's not the." And I'm like. Did you read when I posted this? Like it shows what date it was like. I think it's at 2015 or something like that. Like right. I'm like, it's like I, I haven't taken the post down. This is an old post, and they're like, oh, or like sorry, oh I didn't see that or whatever. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like read, read what it says. Like, right. Pay attention. Like, Will, Will Powder. What? It's Will Powder. P O U L T E R. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Powder. Powder. Like, it's his Polter? name. Powder. P-O-U-L-D-E-R. Yeah, it's, it's pronounced, I know it's not Powder. Okay. I think it's Poulter. Poulter. Will Poulter. I just know him from the Narnia uh, Eustace. And he's also he in... Was uh, a, he was a jerk in Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> he's also in Maze Runner. Oh, 
But yeah, that oh, was. Yeah. He oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's actually recently he's in this movie Detroit, and he's this, a giant a hole. He though I think he would have done a good job too. He looks he looks the part. He looks creepy. But everyone was complaining about a young Pennywise. I remember when that came out, and I, even when they did their first images, uh, Sanchi, you weren't a fan of just the look of Pennywise. No. You didn't like that, like kind of more like kind of Victorian or not Victorian, but older looking costume. You didn't it, like that. The reason why is because I always base it off of what what Georgie said Pennywise looked like. And in the description in the novel, which I should have had it ready so I could read exactly what he said. But he talks about it's a mix between uh, Bozo, C- Cowbell or Maribel. Oh. It's this clown that from Howdy Doody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Picture yeah. of Bozo the clown. When you combine those two and you look at what Pennywise is wearing in the Tim Curry version, it matches that description. Mm-hmm. Where when you look at this, it just looks like an old Victorian clown. Right. And I remember I, I had these friends on Facebook when I first put that out. They were like giving me so much crap about it. It's like, well, that's what a clown is. And blah. I'm like, they were just like purposely trying to troll me for some reason. <laughs> but I'm like, it's, it's like, it doesn't matter. In the end, it's like, it, it, it just I did not like it. It's like yeah. that's not what the description was in the novel. And like and even if you didn't read the book, like still like it, it it's it nowhere near like Tim Curry's actual Curry's. clown yeah. clown. Because that's what I said. Pennywise looks like a clown. Flat out a clown. You look at it any other way, it's a clown. You I like him, uh you don't see I don't see clown clown. You know, if he hides his face, I don't see clown. When I that when, when the first one came out I liked that like people would like leave uh red balloons everywhere like yeah they would just tie red balloons remember the randomly? clown thing how there was clowns everywhere yes. showing up like around this time Creepy. do you remember that the clown i just yeah, remember yeah. like it wasn't that long ago that, that clown sightings crazy. the clown sighting people started yeah. getting they, guns they, they had to stop <laughs> trump got elected like, that's what happened it was getting kind of dangerous because like yeah People were getting attacked. American Horror Story did a season like that with clowns. Freak, right. freak show. Yeah, Twisty. Yeah. Twisty the clown. So, no, 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 not, not that clown. The, the the one about the, right before Apocalypse. Oh, Cult. Yeah, which it had, it had Twisty in it again. Technically, he's in it again. But it was, yeah, it was like um, clowns like going in, into people's homes and like attacking them. Yeah. That's scary. They were dressed up. Yeah. So uh, I think we could obviously talk about it uh, for another hour, hour, <laughs> half, two hours. But uh, what? What? Talk what? about it. What? Talk about talk about it. You know it. Well, what? But it. What, do you mean? what so, about it? <laughs> what about it? Um, which reminds me, both movies. The 1991 was filmed in Vancouver, Canada. The chapter one and chapter two was filmed in Toronto. So if you want to know where Pennywise lives, he's freaking Canadian. He's in, He's Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I have fa- I have family that live in Vancouver, and I'm like, oh, if I go back, I'm definitely gonna do some sightseeing and oh, take some pictures cool. of um, Dairy Maine in Vancouver. But um, I think I think it's just time to to give a rating. So we'll do a rating for each movie, as hard as that is. Um, okay. So we'll start with 1990, then Chapter One, then Chapter Two. So we'll do 1990. We'll go all the way around. Then chapter one, then chapter two, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, we just don't do it out of like a rating of stars or numbers, but we try to incorporate something from the movie into 
there's a there's Fast and Furious into <laughs> the uh, our rating. So I'm gonna start with Chelsea, and then we'll go to Sancho. Show. Uh, Wait, 1990. Does, each, does each movie get a special rating of from its movie? If if you can, yeah. If you, all right, if, okay, yeah. all right, all right. So 1990 I got it. rating, go for Me. it. Yep. You're you're starting us off. All right, I give it a uh, nineteen ninety rating. I give it um, six out of ten slingshots. Ooh, Sanch, nineteen ninety. What's your rating? All right, as a whole, because there are a little bit, but as a whole, I'm you know what? I mean, I might get a lot of hate for this, but I don't care. I would give it uh, eight Stan heads in a fridge out of ten. Wow, that's solid. An eight. Yeah. Um, 1990, I will give it six and a half. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's honestly one of my favorite parts. <laughs> all right, so I chapter one. Uh, Chelsea. Okay, all right, so chapter chapter one. Chapter one, sorry. Yes. I give chapter one um, eight out of ten um, new kids on the block posters. Ooh, so good. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, chapter one, I will give that. Uh, chapter one, I'll give that. You know, it's actually pretty good. I'll give it nine. Nine Heil Silvers out of ten. Heil Silver, away. I will give chapter one nine and a half. Okay. Out oh. of ten. Gazebo. Where was there a gazebo in the first film? I don't remember the gazebo. That was a joke. Remember he said it was a placebo? And then he said, they're gazebos. Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> I remember. I know okay. you're talking thanks, about. Thanks, yeah. Chelsea. I, okay. I was there. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chapter two. Uh, chapter two, I give it um, seven out of ten fortune cookies. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I'll give maybe should I? I'll give it a seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Uh, Babe the Ox out of ten. Dude, get out of my head. I'm also doing seven out of or seven and a half out of ten. Um, skinny, sexy Ben Hanscoms. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. Like I just, I, I watched, I watched it with my sister first, and she was like, "Who is that actor?" And I was like, "I don't really know. I know he's like some in some kind of Beauty and the Beast movie or whatever, um, but he's a good-looking guy too. They did, they did a good job." <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. What? Real quick. Yes. Did they reveal. I don't. Rem- I don't know. You even hear me? Did they reveal that Ben is the actual one that wrote the the letter to Bev, and then they fall in love? Yeah. Yeah. When I they're sinking. So. so when he's like getting, when he's sinking in the clubhouse, and when yeah. she's like uh, drowning in the bathroom with the blood, and then he starts randomly, so dorky. He starts randomly saying the poem. Yeah, it is sort of like really cheesy at that point. Yeah. It's like, no. I, I, I like, like how they reveal. Yeah, it. he did start saying that. Yeah. In the book, she knew right off the bat that it was Ben. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really a secret. I, I, I thought the 90s version did it better, where it was first Pennywise messing right. with him. Kiss me, fat boy. Jumped, 
He's like, is it you? And then she's like, why are you talking? It's so, me, okay. it's me. I, I couldn't remember. Yeah. It, it, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, the whole ending to me was just so dorky. So yeah, dorky at really, the end. Both, both movies, man, they they, 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 can, they can't do it. They can't pull it off. <laughs> you know? And then the 1990 where they're like driving the, the bike in the middle. I'd be and, like... Uh, that, I think that happens in the novel. Though. It is in the I novel. But I would be like, in real life, I'd be like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> get out of the Why are you embracing? Like, if that was LA, you trying to do that? I'm like, bro, get out of the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, they, they're they never going to be able to pull off that spider. No. No. The original was supposed to look 10 times better, but when, you, when, the, when the director showed up on set and he saw what they were going to work with, he was like, dude, this does not look like... The sketches that we were gonna make, so you know, and in this one, it's like you had half Pennywise, half Spider. I didn't like it. I like that. that His boring. death is what bothered me. Yeah, I yeah. Liked- I, the, I could kind of the, the Spider, half Spider, half Pennywise, kind of cool, but yeah, the death was lame. I was not feeling it. Through the spear, that should have been the death. Where that, yeah, totally. It, it's killing him, and his final blow is getting Eddie. And then he dies. And I then think he dies. Boom. when I was in the when I was in the theater, I forgot to mention there was this guy. Okay, he was freaking me out because he kind of like kept getting up. Like he was by himself. He kept getting up like all the time. Like and like looking around, which I was like that was freaking me out. But my favorite part was he gets up he leave he would get up and leave like a couple times but this one time he, he again this man is by himself not man he was probably a teenager whatever he gets up he leaves he comes back he sits down there's an empty seat between him and then like the other people he, he leans over to the people that he's not with he goes hey what i miss <laughs> no 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 i am not kidding. i like that I just start busting <laughs> up, and then also like he would he would just laugh randomly at random times. But I mean, it was kind of funny, and then I would laugh at him, and like a lot of people were laughing because he was laughing, and it was right. just my favorite part. Was like, hey, what I miss? Don't ask strangers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what I miss? Hey, hey what I miss? So when I saw this with my sister, um, there was a guy not next to me, but the guy next to him when we were watching the movie, and I've never have experienced this but like the way that he was scared wasn't like huh or oh or huh he was like this he was whimpering (laughs) and i turned to my sister right so they kind of got me out of the movie because you know pennywise would be like and then he'd be like this this isn't real this is not real my sister i look at my sister my sister's cracking up and we're cracking up and it was in the dolby like amc so there's there's a lot of space in between so i can't really see the guy all i hear is this whimpering and i'm like who is like (laughs) who's violating that guy (laughs) so that's funny yeah it was there was just so much like um random laughter at like weird times in the movie when i watched it so it just made it like the whole movie was just like funny to me yeah so yeah remember max when we went to go see it we had that lady in the back oh right so we all had a story to this freaking movie (laughs) yeah she was like basically explaining everything to her husband in the back and she would like point out he's like Oh, wasn't there at one point she named the, the the movie wrong like she said some other character and we're like what movie are you watching <laughs> she said some other like Stephen King character or something and right. we're like the hell I, I was ignoring it, 
<laughs> Jack Torrance. <laughs> Yeah, we were just like, dude, and she just kept like talking the whole movie. It's like, oh, look, that's where Pennywise. It's like, oh, he's going in there, and then we're just. Like, She's narrating it. But like, yeah, narrating, <laughs> and then no one else is saying anything, and I'm like, I wanted to go complain, but I'm like, if I go up and complain, I'm gonna miss the movie. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I'm like, and if no one else is saying anything, then f it, I won't be the only one saying. Then <laughs> you're gonna come back and be like, what I miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, since you are here, you got to give us an old-fashioned outro because yeah, it's been to too long. Out. All right. Um, well, before that, real quick, uh, I want to say a story about when I was in drama, uh, summer school drama at, in high school. It was from between sophomore to junior year. And what we did is, like, we would watch a film. Right. And from there, we would do uh plays or anything based off of it and me and my group we did we ended up doing scream the whole ending scene and some scenes throughout the movie we did interview with the vampire and at one point we ended up watching and we did it so everybody had to do versions of it and i remember we did the richie tozier scene my narrator is because we're, there's no way we could pull off the balloons when i'm saying he's like a little young for you is she richie he's like right. and the balloons like try a bunch and remember all the balloons fall and they pop one of the guys in our group is supposed to narrate that part. When I do that, he's supposed to narrate out to the audience and tell, start telling everybody. He's like, it, it is at this moment that balloons start falling from the sky all over. Like, just narrating to tell the audience to envision what's happening and we react to it. So I do that part, and I go, he's like, you want a balloon, Richie? He's like, he's like, try a bunch, and I do that. Narrator stays quiet, and I'm just standing on stage doing this while the guy <laughs> doing Richie torture, and I'm just like, <laughs> and everyone's just watching us on stage. I was like, all right, never mind. And we just walked off stage. I was like, God damn it. And I looked like a dumbass. And I was like, Ugh. and then we never tried to recreate it ever again. I was like, F that. That's so funny. Whenever I think of that, when you did your little, oh, 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 I'm like, man, I never got to do that scene. <laughs> That's yeah. narrated. That, no, I had that as my uh, text message ring for a while. Oh, that's Oh, funny. really? Yeah. It was good. <laughs> that's awesome. But it got really annoying really fast, so I yeah, think I it lasted like three days. Um, but before we get to the outro, Sanch, um, do you want to plug anything? And, and it's been awesome having you back into the yeah. DeLorean. It's been way too long, and we'll definitely have you back. Uh, for those listening, go back and check out old episodes because there's a lot of good stuff on there. Even the ones where it's just me and Renata or just like me and Max, you know, me and Chelsea, like there's so much great out there when it comes to 88 miles per hour podcast. Cause you got all these different minds. It's like right now we currently have one who's being introduced for, so for those younger audiences out there, if you've never seen this movie, you're going to take the ride with Chris and you're going to be introduced to certain films that might make you want to go out and watch it yourself to be like, I want to judge this film, you know, and it's perfect because it's like, you know, you also have like horror critics here because I know Chelsea and Max, both of you guys, like, I didn't grow up really watching horror. I, I was too scared. You guys love horror, you know, and and it's like, and I've seen Max's collection of horror DVDs and stuff like that. You guys have that aspect of horror. Like, with me, I have a lot more of nostalgia, like, of a lot of stuff, but then you guys come in where Chelsea does have the 80s, but then both of you guys have a lot of 90s. That's why you guys do a lot of 90s, and it's, it's a good mix and collection of minds, and it's like, that's why you guys should go back and check out, check episodes out like monster squad you know you posted that recently that i mean not monster uh monster little monsters you know and that that was like one of my favorite episodes we recorded there there's one that that you guys did 
Billy Madison, and just to relate to back to school and your guys' school stories that you guys each had was freaking hilarious. And like, <laughs> I, I pictured, you know, like, what was it? Like, Max, what did you do? You did, God damn it, you did something that made me laugh so hard that, like, I think you, you painted something that you had to go to church, right? Or something like that? I don't remember. I honestly God. don't. Your mom was pissed off because you had to go to church and you had. To- oh, that's oh, a Chris's story about me. Oh, Hitler mustache. <laughs> the Hitler stash. That yeah. made me laugh so hard. And then Chelsea, who would fake being sick every day to pee, where at the yeah. point of your teacher would just be like, give me the note. He yeah. just hold out his hand. Yeah. That's funny. Well, yeah, we have 90 episodes now, which is crazy. We're almost at that big 100. We're going to about to be three digits. We should have. Uh, when it hits 100, we should have a party. We should. Like yeah, a little Chelsea, party. I mean, um, Renata says she's down. We'll fly her out, dude. Let's fly her out. Fly for, her out. For 100th episode. I mean, hell, like, you know what? She probably would. We should have her boyfriend, dude. That guy got money. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're going everywhere, dude. They're always flying out everywhere. So They were just I mean, in New York at uh, New York Comic Con. She was telling me about it. It looked cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So, yeah, so... But yeah, it, all right. is there anything but, you want to plug, uh, Monkey? Well, how can people find out about uh, Monkey Monsters cosplay and the things that you're doing right now? Right. So if you want to, uh, you know, art, you know, first and foremost, you know, I we're, we have a website, Brothers Bear Network, that consists of, you know, things where you know, because on 88 miles per hour podcast has that it's under the Brothers Bear Network where it created, even though Max controls it. It goes back. The website is brothersbearnetwork.com. If you go there, you're not going to see anything at the moment. But you're going to start seeing the websites because everything's coming back. So to check us out, it's Monkey Monsters Cosplay. That is related to the Star Wars cosplay that we have. But we also have a lot. It's very family-related cosplay. You know, we we do a lot of... Um, we post family-related stories, you know, things of like... I posted the other day where Julia trolled me about spanish that was you know, hilarious we, we bro. post our lives you know milo's on there so check us out at monkey monsters cosplay that will direct you to everything where the podcast is going to be a new episode is going to be coming next week monkey monsters podcast um you know so so check us out you know instagram facebook you know twitter not necessarily much twitter i don't really post i just like going on there and you do you do put funny stories and i just have to say really quick this is going so long but sometimes i'll be like walking around and i'll start laughing to myself because there is this one story where uh i'm totally gonna murder this and i probably said it like a bunch of times to you that you guys got like french fries and then (laughs) julia Julia found like an old french fry and put it with like the new fries Like, oh, so I swear, God. I swear to God, I'll be like just doing nothing, and then all of a sudden I think about that and I just start cracking up and laughing. <laughs> I don't know why. My favorite video is the Laverne story with Owen, and complaining about the the part. Oh. That's my He's favorite. Like, what is this South America? Yeah, and he goes, "Yeah, don't go to Laverne." <laughs> yeah, for learn. <laughs> Laverne, yeah, Laverne. Yeah, so, so that's why, aside from cosplay, we have we put our family stories, you know, and stuff like that, where we post. You know about the fries, you know, <laughs> me, you know, or, or or Owen adventures with Owen and stuff like that. It's a uh, and now you know Milo, you see stuff like that. So to follow that, you know, everything family friendly related, you know, entertainment. Check us out at Monkey Monsters Cosplay. You know, archive. Go check out the Brothers Bear podcast. It's truly 
Like I, I'm proud of that. Those podcasts, they're hilarious. Yep. I, I go back and listen to them, and they just make me laugh. I realize that, like, wow, I was funny at some point, and it, and it's 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 entertaining. So so go, you know, check them out. Check out my old podcast, um, and and this one, all, all old episodes of Brothers Baron. I mean, uh, eighty eight, and catch up on Monkey Monsters Pod. There's only five episodes, I believe. So catch up on our on our episodes, and uh, you'll be getting some new ones soon. So. But, uh, Sanchez, you want to take us out, do the outro? You're the best at it, man. All right. So, all right, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know, we we ventured into the sewers, found some balloons, a little pom-pom on the floor. That's a reference to the 90s version. You know, we danced. We saw, uh, what you call it, a sweet transvestite dressed as a clown. <laughs> we also saw, you know, uh, was he a werewolf or a vampire in that one show? I never watched it, but Skarsgård. You know, got lost in a hall of mirrors, finally exited, left the town of Derry, you know, rode a bike down a hill. <laughs> the end, we all had a great time, so we hopped in our DeLorean and traveled back to the future.